Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. That's what God says to us, Colin. All this week, we're talking about God's mercy. This was something that he said, especially to the Jewish leaders. He actually said, "Go and discover what that means." Um, what was he saying? The Pharisees were people that made a lot of religious sacrifices. I don't just mean the sacrifices that they offered in the temple, but they considered that they were very sacrificial in the legalistic way in which they had their five times of prayer a day, that they kept all the religious rules and observances, and yes, they did offer the sacrifices in the temple. They were pious. Yes, but they were very dependent upon themselves. They thought that their acceptability before God was dependent upon what they did, whereas, of course, we as Christians know that our acceptability before God is dependent upon what Jesus did, not upon anything that we do. But you see, for all their religiosity, these Jewish leaders were not at all merciful. They weren't merciful towards the people. In fact, they despised many of the people. They looked down upon them. They were very haughty and proud um, because they were proud of their own religious observances and very critical of the people because of their sin and their lack of of uh, the same degree of religious observance. So the Pharisees and other, and the teachers of the law and so on were basically very proud religious people. Uh, and Jesus said to them in different ways on a number of occasions that their, the problem was that they may do all these outward religious acts, but inside their hearts were corrupt. Inside, they, they were not at all acceptable to God. Their, their hearts were wrong. And what was chief, the chief wrong, if you like, in their hearts was that they were not merciful. Instead of being merciful towards the people, Jesus said that they were like sheep without a shepherd. Now, it wasn't that they didn't have leaders. They had all these Pharisees, all these teachers of the law and the Sadducees, but they weren't able to lead them spiritually because they didn't really have a love and a compassion. They weren't merciful towards them. So Jesus said, look, it's not all these external religious observances that I want. What I want to see is your hearts full of compassion, full of mercy, full of love. Go and discover what that means. It's not your religion I'm after. It's your heart. I want to see the right things in your heart that lead to the right actions. Because if your hearts are right, the actions will be right. It's not just a question of giving your heart to the Lord. That's not what he's saying. He's saying, no, I want you to be merciful. I want you to have compassion upon people. I want you to feed the hungry. I want you to clothe the naked. I want you to visit the sick. I want you to, to go to the prisoners. Uh, I, I want you to forgive your brother when he sins against you. And I don't want to see you judge. I don't want to see you condemn. I don't want to see you being critical of others. I want you to be merciful because I'm merciful. 
and I want to actually see the evidence that you love mercy much more than sacrifice. Jesus had a lot to say about being merciful, didn't he? Does our salvation depend upon it? Totally. Without God's mercy, there would be no salvation. Because you remember that we were seeing, saying right at the beginning of the week that um, mercy is God dealing with us in diametrically the opposite way to what we deserve. So none of us deserve salvation, but God has chosen to give us salvation even to the extent of sending his son to die on a cross to make it possible. And if we accept God's mercy but are not merciful to others, what about that? Does that affect our salvation in the light of this verse? You'll have to ask the Lord on the day of judgment because, you see, um, Jesus taught a parable, didn't he, about the unmerciful servant. Now, this is a very, very challenging parable. Um, he taught it when Peter came to him and said, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother when he sins against me? Up to seven times? And Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. And he told this parable, Therefore the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 talents was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that his wife and his children and all he had be sold to repay the debt. The servant fell on his knees before him. Now what he's doing is begging for mercy. And he says, be patient with me and I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him, had mercy on him, cancelled the debt, and let him go. But when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. That's a pittance. The talents were silver um, coins. These denarii were just little copper coins, the small change. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell on his knees and begged him. Now the fellow servant is asking for mercy, you see. Be patient with me and I will pay you back. But he refused. Even though the, the, the master had been so merciful to him uh, and cancelled an enormous debt, this servant refuses to be merciful to his fellow servant and cancel what was by comparison a paltry debt. Instead, the narrative continues, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. When the other servants saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed and went and told their master everything that had happened. When the master called the servant, then the master called the servant in, you wicked servant, he said, I cancelled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In anger, his master turned him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all he owed. And then there comes this very telling verse, which is, if you like, Jesus' answer to your question. This is how my heavenly Father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother from your heart. Hmm, what does Jesus mean? Well, he doesn't say very specifically, but 
This being turned over to the jailers to be tortured until you pay back all you owe does not sound very encouraging, does it? I think I'm going to be among those that will always be willing to forgive those who wrong me. I don't want whatever Jesus signifies by that last verse. And it is so important, Colin, isn't it? Because the last thing we want to do on these programs is to lull people into a false sense of security, that God is just a God of mercy, but there is a responsibility on us as well. Yes, I mean, we've got to understand the full extent of his mercy, that he's always willing to forgive, and that his um, his mercies are new every day. It isn't that he desires ever to withhold mercy. But this is the one stipulation he makes, that if we are going to expect him to be merciful to us, then we must be merciful to others. And the one who is not merciful does not get a good press at all in the Gospels. Hmm. Well, as you say, it's a very salutary word there. But uh, Jesus has more to say on mercy, doesn't he? It's a constant theme, you see, because all the time he was encountering people who needed his mercy. We've, we've seen that he expressed his mercy in healing. We've seen he expressed his mercy in teaching the people. Uh, everything that, in everything that Jesus did, he was expressing God's mercy. And this is what we are to do as we obey his commission to go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. We're reaching out uh, to the world with the gospel of God's mercy, really, of God's love and of God's mercy, that he has loved us. And because he has loved us, as we heard last week, therefore he is willing to be merciful to us to any who turn to him with repentance and faith to lay hold of that which he has already done and that which he desires to give, to gift into our lives. It's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful uh, gospel, isn't it? It reveals the, this, this wonder that God is the one who created the universe. God is the one who is holy in everything he does. He absolutely hates and detests sin and is always willing to be so merciful to us. So I think from God's point of view, he says, well, if I'm ready to treat you like that and be so merciful to you, don't you think the very least you can do is to be prepared to be merciful to others, not to forgive them, uh, not, not, not to condemn them, but to be always ready to forgive them, not to speak against them or malign them or, or in any way seek to punish them, but mercy, mercy, mercy all the time as I'm willing to be merciful to you so you need to be willing to be merciful to others. God of grace and mercy my Lord the shepherd of my heart leading me into your vision been listening to Faith for Today presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information visit our website kingdomfaith.com. 